What's going on, man? Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron, and I got a lot of questions in the comments, got a lot of questions on Twitter. Everyone's asking me these start sick questions. It is literally only, I mean, it's Wednesday today. It was Tuesday yesterday. So I love coming out with these videos because I can kind of, you know, give you guys an idea of where I'm at. I don't even sit down to do my start sit, you know, my weekly rankings until Thursday. So it's hard to answer those kind of questions this early in the week. Now, we're going to go through a couple of these running back matchups, give you guys a nice little first look at what running backs I like this week, my must starts, and then also my must sits at the running back position. Now, before we get into the video, make sure you go down below, subscribe, and if at any point in time this video seems insightful, you laugh, you took something positive from this video, make sure you go down below and leave a like. It helps us out a bunch on the algorithm. Now, let's get into the video. Let's go. Starting with our running back must start of the week, it's DeAndre Swift. And I know he's a clear start. If you have DeAndre Swift, you're probably playing him. But look, fellas, we've got bye weeks now. There's not a ton of fringe plays out there. So I also want to highlight some of these higher echelon guys that I think should be upgraded this week. So DeAndre Swift has kind of been a, you know, a fringe RB1 type play. I think this week he is a borderline top five play and it's because his matchup at home against the Bengals is extremely juicy the Bengals have allowed a ton of targets to opposing running backs we saw Najee Harris again I want to say he had 19 targets against the Steelers and this is a really good tweet by Jacob Sanderson here I keep uh, mentioning him but he's a really good follow on Twitter maybe one day I'll have him on the channel he's a really sharp analyst out there and he noted that four out of the five teams who have played the Bengals thus far set or tied their season high in running back targets that week allowing 46 targets to the running back position and the Detroit Lions lead the league in running back targets so I love Swift in this matchup it kind of sets up perfectly for his brand of football as that you know receiving back on a bad team then we have James Robinson at home against Miami and I'll take my L on James Robinson I said you know sit him against the Bengals in week four James Robinson has then averaged 21.2 PPR points per game and is the RB8 since I said that, and I was skeptical with Hyde coming back last week, right? So against the Bengals on that Thursday night game, where it was Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow, Carlos Hyde was an inactive in that game. So James Robinson saw 90% plus of the snaps and the opportunity and looked really good. Hyde comes back last week and Robinson still looked great. He maintained a great role. He had 60% of the short down and distance snaps, 60% of the passing work. Now, when I bring up short down and distance, passing work, all that good stuff, that's from pff.com. Shout out to Dwayne McFarlane. He does this utilization report every single week on there. One of the most like must read articles that I read every single week. Now, James Robinson has also been a really good in real life running back. One of the best pure rushers in the league to this point. He's first in yards at the contact per attempt second in rushing grade third in elusive rating fourth in rushing yards fourth in rushing yards over expectation per attempt he is doing everything in his power to churn out yards even though he's on a pretty bad team i have him as a fringe top eight play at home against the dolphins who are giving up the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs which then brings us to an absolute workhorse darrell henderson is going to be in new york against the giants and he has a great matchup this week now i know sony michelle saw a bunch of touches last week and that's why i kind of want to clear the air with Darrell Henderson, a lot of people are going to see, you know, Sony Michelle got worked in last game. The problem is that Henderson had an injury. He, in like the second quarter, he came out with some kind of injury. I don't know if it was an arm, if it was a strain. I don't know what it was, but you can see on this chart provided by Akash at YZR Fantasy, the blue dots on this chart are Henderson, right? So you can see first quarter through second quarter, he's looking great. And then Sony Michelle comes in. Sony gets all of the touches in the second quarter, and that's when Henderson had his injury. Then Henderson comes back after half. And after that, Sony Michelle only sees two more touches. So Henderson's in a spot where if he's healthy, he's going to see 90% of 
of the opportunities in this offense and this is going to be a high scoring offense he is the rb1 on this team and they're playing as a giants team where they're favored by double digit points i want to say it's like minus 10 and a half is the spread and the giants are giving up the eighth most points to opposing fantasy running backs so this is a match made in heaven for henderson in a week with a bunch of buys which then brings us to fournette who had another great week he saw 12 carries for 67 yards and a touchdown he had four catches for 43 yards through the air he is becoming probably the poster child for the people who went hero rb aka myself or zero rb he has looked great as you know a guy that you could have gotten in the eighth or ninth round of your drafts and he's coming off back-to-back weeks with top 15 finishes in ppr leagues and i love his matchup this week he's going to be in philadelphia they're favored by seven and i think this game is going to be extremely close to that monday night game between philadelphia and the cowboys where the cowboys got up big all game the eagles abandoned the run game the Cowboys got up big, just started feeding Ezekiel Elliott. I think we're going to see the exact same thing happen here. The Eagles happen to be the league's biggest run funnel. They're allowing 74% of the yards allowed coming on the ground from weeks one through four. Now, we don't have the week five data yet. But this is a chart from David Zacks. Buccaneers are going to get up big in this game. They're going to end up running the ball a ton. This defensive line isn't as good as advertised. So I like Fournette as a you know, pretty firm top 15 running back this week. Then our last running back is going to be Zach Moss at the Tennessee Titans and he's now finished in PPR as the RB15, the RB25, the RB26. He's established himself as the lead back on one of the league's highest scoring offenses and he's taken command of the backfield's rush attempts, the short down and distance work, the passing work. He is the running back you want to own in this offense and it's pretty crazy when we think about it because the guy was literally a healthy scratch in week one so it's pretty wild to think about that. I want to say Matt Breda was out there instead of Zach Moss but this isn't even like a like a crazy good game against the Tennessee Titans. They're not really giving up a bunch of points to opposing running backs. I just think this is going to be a game where the Bills score as many points as they usually do, and Zach Moss is the running back you want to play. So for me, he's a back-end RB2 this week and moving forward on this offense. Now, before we get into my must-sits at the running back position, I want to let you guys know we have the Thursday night game on tonight. The Eagles versus the Buccaneers. We were just talking about it. And it's always fun to watch your fantasy teams during that game, but you might not even have players in that game. You might, you know, be a little bit bored while you're watching it. One of the best things you can do is get a little bit of skin in that game. Go on to underdogfantasy.com. The link will be in the description. It'll be down below in the comments. It'll have my promo code. It'll bring you right to the app, to the website, whatever you want to see. Now, Underdog offers a really cool pick'em game where you can go in there, you know, guess the over-under of receiving yards, rushing yards, passing yards, all of that good stuff, anything you could possibly think of for that game. And if you can parlay, you know, three, four, five of them together, you can 3x, 6x, 10x your money. It's a really cool way to have some extra fun on Thursday night. You can go out there, use my promo code Ron. When you deposit $10 or more, you get a $10 bonus. So if you get, you know, you put in $10, you get three of them right, you get back $30 profit. Now, I'll be honest, I'm pretty bad at these uh, player props, but one that I like, you can either lose money with me or you can bet against me. You can bet the under, but I like the over on miles sanders receiving yards 23 and a half now we're going to call miles sanders a sit in a second here but i think in this game this game script they're going to get behind early they're going to abandon the run game and miles sanders is actually kind of slowly taking a hold of those passing down snaps from kenny gainwell so i think that he might get a couple targets here and there he might not he might break one off pretty big it's going to be a game where the eagles are forced to pass the ball a lot so i like that prop if you want to bet it if you want to bet against it you can use promo code ron when you deposit 10 or more dollars on underdog fantasy and you get a bonus ten dollars on top of that so miles sanders in terms of fantasy right so 23 and a half receiving yards if he gets like 30 receiving yards doesn't make him a great start in fantasy so i actually have him as a sit this week he's going to be at home against the tampa bay buccaneers on the thursday night game tonight and he's been an rb3 or worse in fantasy the last three weeks and that's where he'll probably stay for me this week in the weekly rankings he's probably going to be you know 
RB 30 ish. And the Bucks are giving up the eighth least points per game to opposing running backs. And they're facing the league's biggest pass funnel. Now, again, this is going to be the chart from David Zach. And this pass funnel favors Gainwell much more. Now, like I said, Miles Sanders has kind of creeped up and taken some of the passing down work from Kenny Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell used to have almost all of it. Now they're kind of splitting it. I wouldn't say 50-50, but like 60-40. So that opens up some opportunity for Miles Sanders after seeing, I want to say, five to six targets last week. So I'm expecting them to abandon the run game. Miles Sanders will probably get under 10 rush attempts. And this is going to be a game where Miles Sanders is going to have to pray for a touchdown or a long, you know, reception out of the backfield. For me, he's a, you know, fringe RB3 this week. Then we have Damian Harris at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And he's been a rough start the last few weeks. He's been the RB27, the RB50, and the RB57. And I think Damian Harris is still a fringe RB2 rest of season for me. But he's more of a back-end RB3 in this really bad game script dallas is only minus four but i think that the cowboys are going to force the patriots to have to catch up a little bit here they play at a high pace they pass the ball a lot they score a lot and they're allowing the fifth least points per game to opposing running backs and are the third biggest pass funnel in the league meaning you know this isn't going to be a game script where harris is going to thrive you know harris is a grinder type back he's going to get the between the 20s touches some of the goal line work he's not going to be a receiving back that's going to be what brandon bolden does out of the backfield so in this game script i don't think there's going to be enough rush attempts for him to be extremely relevant so for me he's going to be in that rb3 range you can probably leave him on your bench if you have a better rb2 to put ahead of him then we have a whole gang of running backs we have the seahawks running backs in pittsburgh and I have no clue who's starting this week between Chris Carson, Alex Collins. I know Chris Carson has a really weird neck injury at this point. Just be aware of, you know, who's injured and who's not. It's too early in the week for me to make that call. But regardless, whoever's starting, I don't really like them as a top 24 option um, because Chris Carson's going to be playing, you know, hurt. Maybe he doesn't get the full, a full workload if Alex Collins is all the way fired up. One, he isn't that good. And two, this is a really tough defense to play against in Pittsburgh. And this is going to be the first ever start for my geno smith from the jets i love geno smith i actually think that he wasn't he he was pretty bad but i don't think that he was that awful when he was here but he still isn't an nfl style caliber quarterback he hasn't played meaningful snaps since like 2015 at this point so i think that this offense is going to get eaten alive their offensive line isn't that good tj watt will be out there melvin ingram will be out there casey hayward's gonna give him problems like that that defense is going to eat the Seahawks alive they also allow the fourth least fantasy points to opposing running backs so I think this game script is going to be really rough on the Seahawks I think it's going to be a, it, this is just a really really bad matchup for your first game with a new quarterback so I think it's going to be a bad game script for them and for that I'm not trying to start any of those Seahawks running backs if I can help it our last sit of the week is going to be Devontae Booker at home against the Los Angeles Rams and Booker was grabbed off waivers this week and if you got him you're probably thinking okay he's gonna be an instant RB2 I don't think so this week. This is a really tough matchup against the Rams. They're 10-point underdogs at home. The game script is going to be awful. There's not going to be a lot of rush attempts game scripted in for them. And we have the Rams D-line with Aaron Donald, which is going to be really scary for the Giants up front. There's going to be Mike Glennon playing quarterback if Daniel Jones doesn't get cleared by the weekend. So this could be a really, really bad matchup for Devontae Booker. I could see him getting like, you know, 15 touches for 50 yards. But for me, I think he's going to be a rb3 you know probably a high-end rb3 not someone that i would be dying to start in fantasy that's going to do it for us today fellas and as always thank you to our sponsor for today underdog fantasy they get me that much closer to doing this full time where they actually give me some kind of an income for doing what i love fantasy football so make sure you go check them out i wouldn't be able to do what i'm doing right now in front of you with this microphone if it wasn't for them so make sure you check them out use my promo code ron when you deposit for your first time to get a $10 bonus promo code Ron. The link will be in the description. It'll be down below in the comments. Now, I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow with my wide receiver start sits.
And as always, I'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah.